All right, everybody, welcome back to Middle School Students Argue About Books. Uh, we are here this week to argue about graphic novels. Uh, specifically, we're going to be arguing about which type of graphic novel is best. Realistic fiction graphic novels, like think Raina Telgemeier or Svetlana Chimakova, um, or more traditional sort of superhero, superpower graphic novels, Marvel, DC, any other iteration of superpowers and superhero out there. Um, so that's the argument we're going to have. Today we are joined by three of our students, Angelina, Tova, and Ben. And we are also joined by a very special guest, graphic novelist, Jean Luen-Yang. So with that, uh, we will get started. All right, let's start with some introductions. So if I could have uh, each of our students introduce themselves first, that would be great. Hi, my name is Tova. I'm in sixth grade and I love graphic novels. I've been reading them since I was in second grade, Whoa. 24-7. Um, hi, my name is Angelina. I'm in seventh grade and I also really like graphic novels. And um, I'm Ben, and I think I read my first graphic novel when I was in, like, third grade, and now I'm addicted, so. <laughs> what, what grade are you in now, Ben? Sixth grade. Okay, so it's been a few years of reading graphic novels. Yeah. All right, what about you, uh, Jean? When did you start reading graphic novels or comics? Well, back when I was a kid, I'm, I'm much older than your students. Back when I was a kid in the 80s, we didn't really call them graphic novels. We called them comic books. I got my first comic book in my comic book collection when I was in fifth grade. So that's when I began. Yeah, um, and this is Mrs. Collins. I'm the school librarian. Um, and I actually uh, went through a phase as a kid where I did everything that my older brother did. And then I, of course, went through the phase where I did nothing that my older brother did. But um, during the phase where I did everything that he did, I started collecting comics. Um, and I think when I was a kid, my favorite comics were... Um, the x-men for sure mm, yeah um, yeah x-men were great yeah yeah in the 80s yeah oh, they're absolutely. pretty awesome now too but yeah. in the 80s they ruled the comic book world for oh, sure yeah um and i feel like when when we were probably both kids comic books were mostly superhero and superpower type comic books yes. like that was that was it that was all there was so i think it's kind of cool that we now have graphic novels that are not that yeah, yeah. I think it was it, it was unimaginable. Even when I was a young adult, even when I was in my twenties, it was unimaginable that you know superhero comics would not be the like dominant type of comics that people would be reading. So, um, do any of our students want to jump in? Which one's better? Um, personally, I like the more new style. Like, I don't like the comic ones as much because I feel like I can relate to some of the more realistic ones. And they they definitely exaggerate um, real life things in that. And it just seems like something that was really funny to me. Okay. So you like the humor. You like being able to relate to them. I totally get that. I think that there's like a whole group of kids at our school in particular who came to reading graphic novels specifically because of the realistic ones, right? Yeah. Like we have a lot of Raina Telgemeier fans. Yeah. I am one of them. 
I've read all of her books multiple times. They are awesome. Would recommend. So can I ask which is your favorite? Not not just the Reina's books, but just period. Which which um, graphic novels are your favorite? Drama. Ryan Taylor's favorite drama. Yeah. yeah. But I also favorite. like Guts. What's one of her mm-hmm. newer ones? Yeah. Do you know drama was actually on the banned books list? Top ten most banned and challenged books of mm-hmm. two thousand nineteen. Actually yeah. drama was the one that got me into uh, graphic novels and then I went through like maybe a a short phase that I read only comic books because like all the people in my class were like wow Spider-Man's awesome and Superman's awesome and so I was like I have no idea what they're talking about I need to do some research but yeah drama was the main book that got me into reading graphic novels and I think that's why it's my favorite what about you Ben where do you fall um, I think I also agree that like realistic ones are better because like it's because they're kind of like less dramatic and so like I like how they aren't necessarily trying to draw you in with like flashy colors and stuff like superhero graphic novels because like because of like their like how far in their stories go with their characters they don't really need to do that. I don't know, like, I feel like I had a really strong connection to to Wolverine and his, like, his, uh, you know, long life full of hardship and, you know, getting hurt every time, like, like, every time his claws would come out, it would, it would, like, physically hurt him and he had to just push through the pain and, but his body healed and, I don't know, like, I felt like, like, superhero comics often have such a long arc of the narrative like they just they go over such a long time span as you're reading them that you find out more and more and more about the characters and you get more and more and more involved you know the whole Jean Grey Cyclops thing sorry I'm not gonna make any sense to those <laughs> who have not read those do you guys know what he what uh what she's talking about with the Jean no Grey idea. Cyclops thing uh, sort no? Of, no not, not sort no of idea. I get really. lost I think in the world I think like, we're I dating tried... ourselves I know <laughs> I tried to read comic books once, but like, and when I, you say comic books, Tova, you mean like superhero comics? I, super, yeah. But mm-hmm. I just got so wound up. Like, I was like, wait, which novel is this? Number sixty-three. I have to read sixty-four, sixty-two more books until I can read this one. <laughs> but with graphic I, novels, they tell probably the same story, except you only have to keep maybe, in like Rihanna's case, five books. Because hers tell a different story of each of her wives, but for like each chapter you get of a graphic novel, you get one book out of a comic. Well, so some people, Jean included, um, have been writing you know novel length superhero books, right? Um, and I've read That's those, true. and they are very Thank good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reading them. But but most superhero comics are still serial, meaning it's a story that plays out over the course of a whole bunch of issues, right? And if you're talking about a character that's been around, like Superman's been around since the late 1930s, and you really could see every single one of those Superman comics that has been published as one super, super long story. Mm-hmm. And I could see how, especially if you're coming in, coming into Superman comics, you know, now it feels kind of intimidating. There've been literally over a thousand issues of Superman mm-hmm. stories. So it's, it's hard to catch up. Yeah. Uh, I heard, actually, that you're going to be writing some Superman stories, or have already? 
Yeah, I've done some Superman. I've done some Superman. So, you know, one of, one of the things, I was going to bring this up later because I'm worried it's going to derail the the argument. But um, DC in particular is actually trying to combine the two. Like DC is trying to make it so that uh, we are telling, like I'm, I'm part of DC, I'm writing for DC now. We're telling superhero stories in a style that is more like Raina Telgemeier and, you know, and Vera Brosco and all that. So I, I can give you an example. I have, let me see, I, right here. Here's an example. So this is um, Shadow the Bat. It's written by Sarah Kuhn and drawn by uh, Nicole Goh. And this is about Batgirl, but it's also a standalone story. And you can see like the artwork. Can you see the artwork? Mm-hmm. It's like different from yeah. standard superhero artwork. Yeah. It looks more like, you know, look at that. It looks more like a realistic fiction graphic novel than yeah. A mm-hmm. traditional superhero graphic novel. Mm-hmm. I've been reading more of like uh like the Harley Quinn one that just came out recently. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, and I know that like it's it's an interesting tie in between graphic novels and full length novels too because DC Icons is also doing a series of full length novels about their characters written by yeah, popular young adult right. authors. Like, um, I know that Sarah J. Moss wrote a Catgirl one, and yeah. uh, Marie Lu wrote a Batman one. I think. Um, yeah, and Matt Delapena yeah. did the Superman one. Right. Yeah. Oh, that one was great. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think they're both like full length novels of superhero comics are great, but if I had to choose one, I would choose more realistic, and sure. I think that's just because the style I prefer. But it's not that I don't read those, because once you've been going since second grade, that library you run out of realistic graphic novels quick. <laughs> so you either have to reread them for three more years or move on to the comics and um, comic graphic novels. So what yeah, about you, Ang? I, I agree. read them. They are good. Yeah. But what, they're not my favorite. I what? think it's because like the realistic genre is more like emerging from this sort of audience of people that were drawn in by the superhero things. And so now they already have like a base, but not as many people are like writing it since it's harder to make like thousands of issues on like realistic in the realistic genre. Yeah, I feel like realistic graphic novels are more likely to be a standalone story, right? Even if there's more than one graphic novel that, say, has the same character in it, like Raina Mm -hmm. Telgemeier's, but they're different stories each time, right? So it's more of like, it's less of a Mm -hmm. serial and more of a, just a different stories that happen to have the same characters. So it's harder to mass produce, like, the realistic ones, as opposed Mm -hmm. to the superhero. Although there is some that are kind of in between. Like, I read the story called Ghosts, and I know there's, like, 15 million books that are also called Ghosts, but it was this one where it was kind of, like, realistic fiction, except one person was an actual ghost. And I'm not sure if you consider that, like, because it was a standalone graphic novel. It wasn't, like, part of a series. So I wouldn't know if you would call that a comic a graphic novel, necessarily, or the more traditional graphic novel yeah no i think it's not exactly realistic either but it sort of falls into that same category right because like most of the characters are real life are are teenagers or or middle graders who are like living regular lives and dealing with sort of like real life drama um what about Mm -hmm. you angelina we haven't heard from you yet um personally i prefer 
more of like, well, this is just what I usually tend to lean towards, but I usually prefer like the sort of um, fantasy-ish because like there's so many different ways you can go from there because normally um, realistic fiction is an internal battle, like overcoming like some fear or something like that. But for like fantasy, um, it's more. It can be like almost anything. Can you yeah, like they took that battle from inside and they made it an actual bad guy that the person has to fight? Right. Mm. Yeah, and sometimes like that it is. It can still be like an emotional battle. Like for example, in Renegades, phobia was basically Adrian's fear, and he had to sort of like defeat that. No spoilers. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's, uh, so let's say, what are some graphic novel titles that fall more into what you prefer? Like, give you a little bit more of that fantasy taste. Um, I usually read a lot of, uh, online ones. Okay. Um, like, basically. Okay. Um, but, like, I also read a lot of manga. And... Mm -hmm. Usually those two things fall under, well, technically they fall under both, but there's just sort of like a fantasy sort of like feeling they give off. Yeah, manga's a whole nother thing. Oh, yeah. A whole nother world. Totally. It's we, just. We considered that as a question, like what's better, standalone graphic novels versus manga? Because like we definitely have mm -hmm. a split in our library, right? Like we have the kids mm -hmm. who always mm -hmm. go to the graphic novel section and we have the kids who come in every day between classes and check out six more manga books and then bring them back two classes later and check out yeah. more. Me and my huh. friend are like that. She nonstop checks out manga and I nonstop check out graphic novels. And we usually like, oh, you should read this. And then none of us ever read the other one because we're all caught huh. up in our own little worlds. in Because the, they're in the same little section. So we go there and we sit in the little corner in between both sections, just grabbing a graphic novel, putting it back, grabbing a new one, and they're grabbing manga, and it's it's great. All right. So, but... so for those of you who love realistic, um, and we have this unique opportunity right now because we have somebody who's writing graphic novel length superhero stories, what would you want to see to draw you more towards those? Oof. <laughs> I mean, I really like the Avatar comics. Because they're oh, like, cool. they're awesome. Yes, yes, yeah. they're so great. The, they were fun to work on for sure. I mean, it, it, part mm -hmm. of it's because that world is so well built, you yes. know. Yeah, like, like the animators created it. Did such a great job. Yeah, well, do all and, the super just do all the superhero ones like the Avatar because the Avatar <laughs> ones are amazing. <laughs> well, you know, you know, uh, it's it's funny that you say that because the last superhero book that I did. I actually did with the artists who worked with me on the Avatar comics. That's awesome. Uh, it's called Superman Smashes the Clan. I can, I can show that to you, too. Oh, yeah, okay. we have that one in our library. Oh, do you? Oh, okay, oh, yeah. awesome. So this is actually drawn by Gurihiru. That's the Japanese art team that, okay. uh, that worked on those Avatar comics. So they do both comics for the American market, graphic novels, and then they also do comics for the manga market. So the, oh, yeah, their style is kind of like in between you know what i mean like, I like it kind of looks american cool. it kind of looks 
Japanese. That's a good style. Well, so, yeah, like- so that's that's again sort of DC Comics trying to figure out how to yeah. bridge that gap between I mean, traditional superhero did, comics. And yeah, what you guys did with the um, Avatar novels. comics are great though because you took like the some like you know the they had ba- enemies that they had to fight, but they also had like you know inner struggles with some of their friends or their siblings or their parents and so there's like a relatable level but there's also like or romantic relationships right yeah but there's also like the fantasy fighting the big guys you know fire power and like water earth air it's great yeah yeah and like having to master that design of of the of the world that was done by the the animation team but i i do really like what, what you are talking about with the you know internal versus external struggles uh, i think angelina is really perceptive about that how a, a lot of realistic graphic novels the struggle is internal and then when you move into fantasy it kind of becomes external but the external struggles really do reflect something that's internal right so one of the classic examples of this is is batman and joker you yeah. know, Batman and Joker, yeah. Joker is really Batman struggling with his own sanity. Like Joker is insanity just as a supervillain. Uh, yeah. But Batman, Batman's kind of insane. He is, right? Like nobody would actually dress up like a bat and run around on rooftops. That's kind yeah, of an insane. Yeah, but nobody would put man. lipstick all over their face and go and chase yeah. Batman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So when he's, when, when, when Batman is fighting Joker, he's actually also fighting his own insanity so I, I think um i think if you're like angelina and you kind of tend towards fantasy it's not necessarily that you don't recognize internal struggle it's more that you want to tackle your internal struggle in a, in a different way in a more external way oh gosh you guys that's our bell means we're uh, almost out of time any parting thoughts before we go i don't think I don't... we ever answered the question <laughs> <laughs> which one's better I, I felt like i got an answer from you guys i mean the answer was kind of you like graphic novels better, unique, which I think is really true for your generation. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I do think I do think that publishers of traditional superhero comics like Marvel and DC, we got a lot to learn. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I think like, even now, can... when you go into a comic book shop, like when I was a kid, if you went into a comic book shop, it was all short form comics, and now they're starting yeah. to have a uh, section that's all yeah. graphic novels, right? Like, like yeah. we want to get younger people in this comic book shop too. Right. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have a friend who owns a comic book store, and he told me, yeah, he told me that the fastest growing section of the store is that kids section, mm-hmm. the the graphic novel section, which I think is a really hopeful thing. Yeah, we're keeping it alive. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! That's right. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much uh, for being here with us, and uh, with that, we are going to close up. Again, this has been Middle School Students Argue About Books. Uh, we were joined today by fabulous graphic novelist Gene Luen Yang. You should check out all of his stuff if you haven't already. American Born Chinese was the first one I ever read, and it totally changed my life. So um, if you haven't read any of his stuff, definitely check him out. Again, Gene Luen Yang. Um, we were also joined by our students, Angelina, Tova, and Ben. Thank you guys so much. Our music is Urban Metronomica by Spinning Merkaba. And our production is by the Green Middle School Library Club. And me, Mrs. Collins, your friendly school librarian. Uh, Until next week, thanks for listening. 